Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yes, indeed. And thanks to the help we receive, you receive from ASC certified technician Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. We'll keep it running for you. Nick, good morning to you. Good morning, Denny. How are things at Lloyd's? Uh, things are good. You know, we had the sun out some this week, and uh, the temperature slowly creeping up for us, which I, as you know, I hurt my knee, so I'm enjoying the, the dry sidewalks. So, yeah, we... Uh, uh, the icy sidewalks. We had heard when Dan uh, Burns had mentioned that uh, you you were kind of ailing now. You're healing nicely, we hope. Slow and steady. It's uh, I, I get to start physical therapy next week, so it'll be a nice change of pace. Wow. Happens in a heartbeat, right? Just a blink of an eye. Yeah, be careful out there. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of being careful, sometimes it's hard to dodge those uh, potholes out there. Now, are you and your crew uh, at Lloyd seeing a lot of this uh, damage from these uh, <laughs> crazy potholes out there? Yeah, I know. I know the the uh, St. Paul, Minneapolis take a brunt of the of the news on that, but and they are. There's some areas that you should just avoid and. If you live in those communities, you know where to go, where not to go. But, you know, as it melts and those potholes fill with water, you got to be careful because if it looks like it's just a little wet on the surface, you don't know there could be a pretty big crater underneath that would create a uh, potential problem for your car. You know, a tire blowing out, bending the wheel, uh, steering, suspension components. And if you happen to hit one of those potholes and something doesn't sound right or feel right, get that looked at immediately because you don't want to run the risk of having uh, uh, a problem where you end up in an accident or stranded somewhere. That was going to be my next question. You know, for those of us who are not trained professionals like you, uh, and uh, we're going down the road, and we had hit some potholes, one or two, or even one major one. Uh, what what kind of symptom can we feel if things are different? Well, the the first thing you do when it, when it happens, and you get to your destination, or immediately after it happens, the car still tracking straight like it seems like it's still nothing significantly different there's not any kind of vibration or a wobbling in the steering wheel um you know all the tires are still inflated you know and if you're concerned about it find a safe place to pull off or turn off and do a walk around you know look at the all four tires make sure there's not any bulges or any any uh visible damage to them um, and then, like I said, if you're driving along and the car seems to be drifting or pulling one way or the other, you should probably get that in and look at it as soon as you can. Yeah, that's uh, a safety feature for sure. 
safety thing. By, by the way, uh, we should take advantage of uh, Nick's presence here. He's going to be here for about another half hour. So uh, don't wait if you have any kind of an issue with your uh, car, your truck, your van, and you need to bring it in for service. But you want to know kind of ahead of the game what uh, what could be ailing. Why don't you call or text Nick, same number, for either a phone call or a text question, 651-461-9226. As I said, uh, don't wait. Uh, let's hear from you. We'd love to hear from you. 651-461-9226. Texter says this uh, this morning. Good morning. It says, uh, I have a 2023 Chevy Trailblazer, and it has the option to switch from all-wheel drive to two-wheel drive. And his or her question is, will I get better gas mileage when using two-wheel drive? Good question. That is a good question. I would say maybe a little bit. Typically, those all-wheel drive systems um, are um, not like four-wheel drive. It's not like physically locked. And there's a clutching mechanism there, partly for that design. We don't want to have any... Um, chattering or chirping when we're turning. We don't have any binding. So there's a clutch that allows it to slip. So when you're in all-wheel drive, the uh, assist wheels are assisting when you get yourself in some trouble where you're stuck, you're slipping, then that, you know, the clutch kind of engages and it causes it to really grab and get you where you need to go. So if you're comfortable, um, if you're comfortable switching back and forth by all means, and you should maybe ever so often to kind of exercise the mechanism, that's not necessary. Okay, because it, that all-wheel drive, it's, um, I hate to use the word automatic, but that kind of does some thinking for you, right? It, exactly. So, you know, it's it, to switch it periodically just to exercise, it's not a bad idea. But, you know, you never know when you're going to go around the corner and there's going to be a slick spot or a muddy spot or a nicey spot to have the car there for you to do the thinking for you. Like you said, probably not the worst idea. That's something I keep forgetting to do with my uh, my wife's truck is that, you know, it's generally in that automatic position, but you do have a choice of putting it in four high, four low, things like that. Uh, so that does help to uh, exercise. I, I just never think about it. Yeah, a lot of the systems in your vehicle that you don't use on a regular basis. Uh, another another common one is uh, every so often, you know, you're, a lot of our keys are, are, are fobs or remotes, but a lot of times there is actually a, good old metal key that were like they were often you know you're a, a lot of our keys are, are are fobs or remotes but a lot of times there is actually a good old metal key that were like they were accustomed to and oftentimes like in the driver's door maybe only there still might be a lock cylinder there not the worst idea to put that key in there and exercise that cylinder uh, you never know when the battery might go dead or you might be stuck outside your car and you'll need to try to unlock it with that um, just another little little tip you know, we see these things where people get stuck and stranded and then they can't get in their car. And, you know, we got to try to work that thing loose again. So just a little something to try. Yeah. We mentioned it before in past shows about uh, using the key, kind of exercise that a little bit. Now, what about, uh, I was going to say a handbrake, uh, emergency brakes. I know they come in different forms uh, over the years, but is that something else we should be applying from time to time instead of just putting our vehicle in park? Well... My, I'm a little bit different on that one. If you have not used it for a really long time, don't start now. Hmm. If you're, if us talking about it makes you worry about it, the next time you're in for service, have them try to use it. The reason is there's cables in a lot of cases. Sometimes they're electronic. Sometimes there's a, a mechanical pivot points that get salt and snow and kind of get some corrosion and rust on them. 
Um, sometimes they're built into the brakes where there might be, like I said, some some uh, corrosion or rust. So you don't want to. I was listening to the guys on the radio. They told me to try my parking brake. Now my car stuck in my driveway. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. But if you're like, you know, that's a good point. I haven't thought of that. Next time you're in for service, make a note in your phone or make a note in your calendar and say, hey, can you just see if my parking brake is working like it should? Therefore, if they run into troubles, you're where you need to be to get help. Yeah, that's you, you're right there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hang on, Nick. We're going to take a break. If you have any kind of a car care question, you don't have to be a gearhead or a motorhead to ask uh, your uh, car care question. If you have problems with your vehicle, call us or text us. Uh, Nick leaves us uh, just about 745 this morning, so don't wait. 651-461-9226. We'll uh, take this quick break. Be right back. 32 degrees right now in the Twin Cities. We're heading near 43. Stay with us on News Talk 830 WCCO. CCO time is exactly 7.22 Central Daylight Time. On a Saturday morning, this is when we talk cars, yours, and the problems with your car, your truck, your van. If you're ha- having any and you need to bring it in for service, uh, you might, might want to call Nick Stoffel, who's on the air right now till just about 7.45. Nick is an ASC certified technician. He runs a place called Lloyd's Automotive. And, Nick, for those that uh, don't know where you guys are located, tell us where. Well, as you know very well, Denny, we're at uh... – on Grand Avenue in St. Paul at the corner of Grand and Chatsworth, which is two blocks east of Lexington Parkway. Uh, the number is uh, 982 Grand Avenue. So if you're ever out for a walk or in the neighborhood, soon on in and say hi. Uh, if you ever need a question answered or hey, make an appointment or whatever you need there, uh, 651-228-1316. And if you're on your phone, device, tablet, we're at lloydsautomotive.net. You mentioned an interesting thing, and you know how much I love to come and visit you guys there to get my vehicle serviced, but uh, is is walking. You can – it's not like some industrial park there where you, there's no place to go. You park your car and you wait. You can go have coffee, shop, eat, you know, dive, whatever the case may be, but it is very neighborhood-friendly, isn't it? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of staples of granny. You know, cafe latte, bread and chocolate. Cooks has a little Fristo now. Salute. The Lexington, independent of the time of day. If you want an ice cream cone, you can make your way down to the other end. I mean, there's sure. just plenty of plenty of options. So if you're going to uh, go meet, meet a friend for lunch, soon by say hi. If you want to meet a friend for lunch, schedule ahead. Maybe have your vehicle service while you're doing that. So, yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, good Great option. idea. We'll get you that number before uh, Nick leaves us, which is about 745, as we said. Uh, call or text your car care question, please, 651-461-9226. Got a bunch more coming in. Here's an interesting uh, question, because you guys at Lloyd's get people who are maybe testing a used car they're thinking of buying. You have kind of a various point inspection that you guys do there, Right. Absolutely. As most, you know, so if you're a regular shopper mechanic, they also will have a process to assess that vehicle. And I cannot stress enough how important that is. Um, I think more so now than ever with the, with the influx of used vehicles, there might be some uh, less than desirable vehicles on the road that you don't want to be part of, I would say. So, you know, it, it takes, it takes an hour. Usually we need the vehicle for a few hours. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's a very thorough once over, you know, it's like what, what you know, every Every parent wants for their child, so you don't want to put your kid in an unsafe vehicle, and that's uh, exactly what our intentions are there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
Another text here. Oh, we got a bunch. When storing the BMW with a $300 battery for a period of six months, how often and for how long should one use a two-amp trickle charger is the question. Uh, well, my answer would be I would make sure that that uh, battery has the or that charger has like the float um, aspect to it, not just a just a, a small charger. There's different ways of doing it. There's a, a charger, a, a tender, a maintainer. I think if a vehicle is going to be stored, I think the maintainer or tender is the appropriate uh, item. If you if you don't have it and you have a small charger, I would say um, it'd probably be worth you know every every month, every few weeks, to put it on there for an hour or two. I wouldn't let that just sit and keep going because you know I, it, it's a little worrisome. But those other devices are just designed to kind of keep the battery fully charged. And they're only using a half an amp, maybe to an amp. So you're not going to burn anything up or overcharge anything with that either. So careful how you look, look at what you what you own there, you know, read the description on the, on the, on the packaging or on the device itself. And if it says it's just a charger, I would advise you to be very careful when you're using that. Just don't let it sit and go. I would, you know, maybe go a couple hours and unplug it every few weeks, but Others spend a few, few dollars to get the appropriate tool, and um, that'll keep you a little more, um, in case you forget, it keeps the car a little safer. And I'm looking at this price where this texter talks about a $300 battery. Now, I understand that in hybrids and in you know EVs, I mean, batteries there can be very expensive, but it sounded like this is just a regular battery. Are batteries that expensive these days? Uh, some are, yes. I mean, the, you know, um, you know, he mentioned the BMW there, and that there's a procedure to register that battery also. So when you replace a battery on certain brand vehicles, you need to notify the computer that it's a new battery and what the ratings of it are. You know, there's some specifications on that battery that we input uh, to the computer system so it knows how to appropriately charge it. You know, there's different types of batteries, different uh, load ratings, amp hour ratings, a lot of specifications that can be different from one battery to another. And some of the... Um, Higher, more electrically demanded vehicles hold a much larger capacity battery, which could be several hundred dollars, you know, okay. and then there's installation. So it's, and they're, they hide them now too. They used to be under the hood where we can find them. They yeah. might be under a seat. They might be in the, in the trunk under a spare tire. I mean, they can be every nook and cranny of the vehicle. There could be a battery. So if you're going to replace one, make sure you do your research before you get yourself into a, into some trouble there. That is a good point. Tell you what, let's grab a phone call before we have a look at the forecast. Teresa is calling in from Edina, I believe, uh, this morning. Hi, Teresa. What's your question for Nick? Hi. I have a 2017 Chevy Cruze hatchback, and when I brought it in for a regular oil change about two years ago, they told me that I was going to need a new fuel pump. Now, I've been driving it and haven't had any problems. How can they tell that I need a new one, and what's going to be the signs or symptoms that it's ready to be changed? Well, that's a good question. I'm not sure I have the right answer there, because I would tell you if a fuel pump, which is the pump that takes the gasoline and feeds it to the vehicle, were were bad or um, going faulty, I think you'd have some uh, some warnings, you know, such as it's hard to start. Um, it, it's hesitating, some sort of symptoms that you're noticing driving the vehicle. Um, you know, may, maybe, I'm not sure what they saw, to be honest, but if you're having any drivability concerns or any starting concerns, have a double check. You know, get a second opinion, I guess, is the best way to put that. Um, 
Because typically if a fuel pump is going bad, you don't get a couple more years out of it. Normally I would say if you're having some symptoms related to the fuel pump, you might be on days or weeks at the most. So I would uh, maybe get a second opinion, make sure you're not going to run any risk. But I, I think maybe there's a mis- misunderstanding there. All right. Hang on, Nick. We'll uh, take a quick break here and look at that CCO forecast. When we come back, we'll uh, pick up on some more questions. Any kind of a car crack question you may have, call or text 651-461-9226. From News Talk 830 WCCO. Had a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here, along with uh, ASC certified technician there at Lloyd's Automotive, Nick Stoffel. Nick, we have uh, some minutes to go here in the show and folks to help out, so let's get back to it. I think Mary is calling in this morning from uh, Eden Prairie. Good morning, Mary. What is your question for Nick? Good morning. I have a um, 2018 Rev 4, and I'm not going to go 10,000 miles for the oil change. I'm going to go 5,000. But the service center said either six months or 5,000 miles. I don't put 5,000 miles on till maybe nine months. And he said I should just bring it in at six months, even though I don't get to that 5,000. Is that – what is your opinion? I, I partly agree. And the, the reasoning for that is, as we all know, we have all four seasons here. And with the swings in temperature, we get a lot of condensation of moisture, which that oil will collect. And if the oil collects that moisture, it, could, it, could kind of, it can become a milky substance, which can create some sludge. So if you have your oil changed twice a year at, at a minimum, and I know it's, it's, it's an expense and a cost, but I assure you when the car gets later in its life, you'll appreciate the fact you've done that. Um, but I, I, would, I would agree to a point of what, that, uh, what your recommendation is there to have it done every six months at, at a minimum. But, uh, we see a lot of mechanical issues related to oil, sludge, um, and moisture is part of that issue. So it's uh, good advice. Yeah, good point, Nick. Uh, Let's see. We've got a bunch of texts. Let's see how many folks we can help out here. 2013 Ford Escape, uh, the engine, this is a quote now, engine fault service now comes up. Wants to stall at stop signs unless you put it in neutral. No code comes up. Change the plugs, flush the transmission, new engine mounts, uh, help, like I said, no codes. Well, with the Ford there, sometimes you need the uh, original uh, manufacturer's scan tool. Sometimes there's some underlying information stored there. I would think, though, if you're able to drive the vehicle and those symptoms are active or it's you know not running properly with the scan tool, not just codes, but there's a lot of data that you get. You get, you get to read what the engine's seen or what the what the sensors are seeing that they're telling the computer to make it make these adjustments. So if you get the scan tool connected to the vehicle, you look at the live data as the vehicle's running and misbehaving, you can find out if there's a misfire or fuel related or timing issue. You know, you can get some clues and then you can go to that subsystem there and do some testing to figure out which one of those pieces has created the problem. So help is available. It's gonna take to somebody that's gonna kinda of follow those steps and uh, get to the bottom of it for you. Very good. There's a 2006 Chev HHR that gets water on the passenger floor when it rains, and all windows are closed. The sunroof is closed, too. Boy, I remember seeing something like this in one of my daughter's uh, cars. Uh, what could that mean uh, as far as, we, you know, without you seeing it, Nick? What, what, what could the possible leak be? A couple of things come to mind quickly there, and this is uh, – as we transition here out of winter into spring and 
Um, after a you know, a long winter, after all that fall debris has fallen and you know all the uh, the leaves and all that stuff kind of kind of works its way around, you'll find a couple areas. The sunroof, your sunroof is not sealed tight. There are drains in that sunroof that go to the four corners often and make their way out. If those drains become plugged or restricted, you can end up, end up with some water making its way through the headliner into the vehicle, and it kind of can follow follow the framing of the vehicle, make its way to the floor. So that's one area. The second area is where our cabin filter is. A lot of times the air intake portion of that also can get plugged up with some different debris and stuff that allow moisture or water to make its way through. So it's cold out now. You don't want to have moisture in any of that fabric or any of those areas as things warm up because you don't want that musty smell to, to happen. So if you're noticing water now or if you notice water in the next short time here, I would advise you to get that looked at and get those areas cleaned out. Yeah, for sure. Let's grab a quick phone call this morning. Uh, Tom is calling in from uh, Oakdale, I believe, this morning. Thanks, Tom. What's your question? Hi. I have a very unique uh, situation I hope he can help me with. I have a 2002 Envoy, and the weirdest thing happens is you could be driving around, and all of a sudden your radio will shut off, and all your interior power goes out as far as your power locks, your radio, your power seats, anything. So what I'm trying to say is even my key fob will not work. And um, so you essentially you're locked in your vehicle. You can't get out. And, wow. and then you can keep, dri- you keep driving a little bit, and then everything comes back on. It could be two minutes to 15 minutes, and then everything pops back on. But it's kind of scary because it's like, well, how do I get out of my vehicle? If your windows are closed and your power windows don't work, and uh, I, I don't know, a very head-scratching situation. I didn't know if you had some suggest- suggestions. Well, absolutely. I don't think you're um, – if the symptoms are that severe, the good news is it should be able to be found. Now, you notice I didn't say easily found because you might have a problem with one of the computers or the modules, um, that these are all on a network, you know, so they're all com- communicating to each other. And if one of them um, gets – confused or stuck or unable to communicate, a lot of times they can take down that information line, that data line. So uh, when you're trying to use all these other items, which are all on that same communication network, if that network is not operating, you're not going to be able to do anything. So could it be a module or a connection? For sure, you know, a, a contact where things plug in uh, can be a common area. As we know, we have salt in the roads and such, so there can be an area under the vehicle or in the flooring of the vehicle or under the hood where some corrosion has happened and there's a poor uh, contact with an electrical connector that can create an intermittent problem. You know, you hit a bump in the road and things wiggle around and it's good. Uh, so I, I would say my best advice to you is honestly get a notepad. Write down, you know, today's March 25th, I was driving the vehicle and here's what happened. And then you do that for a few days get a hold of your mechanic and say, hey, I got a small journal here. These are my driving habits and this is happening. Can you help me? And I think you'll find that you'll uh, that will help the process go smoother for you. All right, journal it. And we had another similar on a 2019 Nissan Rogue that uh, occasionally the headlights and uh, other lights would uh, go off occasionally. Probably the same thing. Same. Uh, we almost have to run here. So let's do a real quick answer here, if you would, Nick. Uh, good morning. I have uh, not driven my car since November of last year. What do I need to do when I get it ready to drive it again? 
Uh, check the fluids, check the tires, check the battery. We all have sometimes a, a special vehicle to us that we don't expose to the winter months, which is awesome. But yeah, just make sure you do the small things. I, once again, I, I would say um, maybe have an oil change done, you know, that freeze and thawing creates a lot of moisture, like we said earlier. So, um, you know, just, just always caution, you know, with, with a vehicle, maintenance is inexpensive. You do the little things, you know, find out, serve you much longer in the long run. I know we, we all have limited budgets, especially in the world that we're in now, but don't, don't cut corners on your vehicle because it only costs you more money in the long run. That's really true. Be proactive. Nick, thanks so much. We have to run uh, folks who maybe need some help at Lloyd's Automotive. How do we find you guys? Yeah, I'll think quickly here. So if you're ever on Grand, it's at 982 Grand Avenue. If you ever need to give us a call, uh, it's 651-228-1316. And if you're in front of your computer, like I said earlier, we're at lloydsautomotive.net. Excellent. Thanks so much for all the help, Nick, and we'll see you out there at Lloyd's, and we'll do the show again next week. Thanks so much. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Danny. Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's on the Move. Jack Farrell's Wine Chat straight ahead, and Julie Weisenhorn from the U of M answers those lawn and garden questions. That's all straight ahead. Here on News Talk 830. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.